You're tuned in to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division here in Washington, D.C. I'm Chase Adams. We're talking with Colin Woodall, NCBA Vice President of Government Affairs. And Colin, uh, yesterday, Monday, the USDA APHIS uh, put out their final rule for importation of fresh and frozen beef from uh, Brazil, a uh, region in Brazil, and uh, northern Argentina. This was certainly disappointing news for the U.S. cattle industry. It's extremely disappointing news because we've been working for several years now to push back against these proposed rules, which are now final, because we have a lot of concerns about the process that USDA went through to formulate these rules. We're all about trade. We believe in trade. Trade is extremely important to the international beef market and the U.S. beef market, but we need trade that's based on science. And right now, there is nothing about the process that USDA went through that can help us understand that they have truly measured the risk, that they have proven that there are mitigations to the risk, and that we can be safe, and that's concerning to us. Let's talk a little about the process. That is one of the areas where NCBA has had the most uh, the most heartburn over this issue, and there are several uh, instances where the process uh, uh, was not followed, or was circumvented, or was uh, uh, was just outright flawed. You know, the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, APHIS at USDA, their job is to protect us as domestic stakeholders against foreign animal diseases. And so there are many things that they should have done in preparation of this rule. The first thing they should have done was to do a quantitative risk assessment. When I say quantitative, we're talking about really digging down into the information, truly looking at facts and figures to make sure they understand what's going on in those countries and what those countries are doing to protect not only their own domestic herd, but any herd of uh, countries that they trade to. They also were supposed to have gone down and done site visits where they would have done inspections, uh, seen what was going on on the ground, but more importantly, they should have reported back to us as the stakeholders on what they found. We understand that there were site visits conducted, but they never reported on them. So we have no idea what they saw and what they found. And then when we did move forward with trying to get documentation on how they formulated these rules. We had to use the Freedom of Information Act to get that information rather than actually just volunteering that to us. And when we got those documents, a good percentage of them were in Portuguese when it comes to Brazil and in Spanish when it comes to Argentina with no translations. And our own government told us that they weren't going to provide translations to us. So obviously they are looking out for foreign stakeholders more than they are domestic stakeholders. And this remains one of the top priorities of NCBA going forward. This is. Uh, we cannot allow this precedent to be set for any other countries, and we still have the concern of what Argentina and Brazil will mean to us for the potential reintroduction of FMD, which, by the way, USDA does not have enough vaccine to be able to help us treat if there were an outbreak. So they have completely mishandled this. They've allowed politics to trump science, and the whole reason they did it, we believe, is because the president of Brazil is in Washington, D.C. this week, and we feel this administration wanted to hand her a president. That's unfortunate that we've been traded off for politics. Thanks, Colin. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef and check us out online at beltwaybeef.com or visit beefusa.org.